This episode deals with themes of sexual assault. Please continue at your discretion. Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 13, Halloween. Mary, what happened this week? We finally get a holiday episode. You can tell it's Halloween because of the super long jack-o'-lantern montage at the beginning. (laughs) Scott visits David in his DJ booth to say he has detention and also wants to egg fight for Halloween. David thinks egg fights are dumb, and also he can't because he will be providing music for a big Halloween party with the girls. With girls. (laughs) But also the The girls. The girls. Yeah, the (laughs) girls are there, but also other girls who are not the girls are there. (laughs) There were apparently some sort of plans to wear I Love Lucy costumes, but some idiot boys dumped Kelly and Donna at the last minute. Dilda and Steve accompany them to the costume store to pick out new costumes. Dylan doesn't want to wear one, but ends up finding something great. Donna doesn't reveal her costume at first, but hints that it will be a funny surprise. Kelly just wants to look hot. Dilda go to the party as Bonnie and Clyde. Steve is Zorro. Donna is a mermaid, but unfortunately cannot move in her tail at all. Kelly is a sexy, I mean friendly, witch. (laughs) The gang rudely chastises Kelly for her revealing outfit, but Kelly doesn't give a fuck. She looks hot and feels confident. Kelly rejects boys' advances from Alf to Robin Hood before setting her sights on a cowboy. The cowboy turns out to be a scoundrel IRL and tries to force Kelly to hook up with him. Luckily, Brenda had been helping Donna pee in an adjoining bathroom and were able to intervene. uh, Dylan and Steve throw cowboy out of the party and Steve punches him in the face. Back at the Walsh house, Cindy has bought raisin for the (laughs) trick-or-treaters instead of candy. As usual, Brandon opts to stay home and scare trick-or-treaters as lazy Dracula. (laughs) To his surprise, Emily Valentine appears at his door with twin ghosts, her niece and nephew. Bremily take the kids to continue (laughs) trick-or-treating and quickly manage to lose the kids. They eventually find them back at the Walsh house. They take the kids home, get eggs thrown at them by Scott and David, who had left the party early, and go to the peach pit to make out. All right. Now that we've gotten your very overarching synopsis, are you ready to see what little I have for trailers? Yes, I am. Definitely. Tonight, a party with the gang. I want to make an impression. Becomes a date Kelly will never forget. The answer is no, okay? On 90210 tonight. And that's it. Well, if you guys could have seen the video, we, like, Mary and I both had our eyebrows just, like, totally raised, like, Oh, my God. <laughs> like, my forehead is wrinkled like Dylan's right now. Ugh. It's but good, not but in it's a sexy way, because yeah. it's also like, what? Yeah. But like, I did see Emily Valentine in the credits and got real happy. So that's a good thing. Well, yeah. So, okay. Let's get right into it. Yeah. So we open on Andrea being a good person, as always, and picking out little pumpkins and decorating them so that the kids that she works with at the shelter will have something to take home for Halloween. Because she just keeps having to tell us, like, she's actually a good person and perhaps the only actually good person on the show. She can't help it. Like, it just happens. Yeah. She's just like, I'm I'm just good. Like, I can't, I can't not tell you. I can't not do it. I can't not be good. 
so therefore you shall know I'm good. I think it is really interesting that other people will do good things, but it's mm-hmm. all in off screensville. Yeah. And then Andrea, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you will see it. Yeah. You need proof. You need to know. But yeah, so clearly with Andrea, like doing the pumpkins and all that jazz and per Mary synopsis, we finally get a themed episode. Can you believe it? I know. <clears throat> and I'm going to be honest. I said last week I was really excited for this episode mm-hmm. and I've changed my mind. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's something. Yeah. I mean, if this is what I have to look forward to on themed episodes, I'm not really excited. Yeah. I mean, this one was definitely a scary episode. Sometimes I mean, yeah, spooky. I, I guess they did what they meant to do. Yeah, but we didn't want to be scared this way. Yeah, this is like I was saying last time. Mm-hmm. I like the episodes where everybody turns into their costumes and all of a sudden Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a really pretty princess who doesn't know how to defend herself. Mm-hmm. And um, Willow's a ghost. Yeah, I mean, I think the episode had the opportunity to kind of Almost do, like, a play on the costumes, like you were saying. Like, show how, I mean, like, when all of them decide what their costumes are, like, that's something about them. I will say, though, I do love the costumes that they pick out. Cause, oh, like, yeah. So, you know, Andrea's, like, painting these little pumpkins, and then you see Donna and Brenda, like, digging out all the goopy stuff out of big pumpkins to make them into jack-o'-lanterns. And Kelly shows up and says, blank and blank bailed on us for our date tonight. Which, like, how does she know that? Did they call the school and tell her? I, I guess. At the same time, maybe she has a pager? Oh, I don't know if pagers were big back then. I feel like at one point they've shown Kelly with a cell phone. Like, in the car. I feel like car. that can't be possible. She might have had a car phone. Yeah, maybe in the car. Maybe. Um... But yeah, their their dates blew them off, and now Kelly's like, I don't know what we're gonna do because they were gonna be Fred and Ricky, and we were gonna be Lucy and Ethel, right? But like, I feel like you can still pull off Lucy and Ethel without a Fred and Ricky. Yeah, because I mean, Lucy on her own is iconic. Then you had her best friend. Yeah, I mean, like all I know, a lot of like the really big episodes of I Love Lucy have both of them in it, like mm-hmm. the the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, the conveyor belt. Yeah, the, like iconic scene is not. Ricky's nowhere in sight. <laughs> yeah, there's no Ricky. There's no Fred. Like, if yeah. Fred and Ethel were each by themselves, you'd be like, I don't understand what's going on here. Exactly. But as soon as you put in a Lucy, you're like, okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're good. You don't need all four of them. And frankly, I feel like it would probably be lost. Although, when they go to the costume shop and the guy pulls out the Ricky costume and it's him in, like, the Babaloo outfit, mm-hmm. like, okay, there you got me. Yeah, that was cute. But, alas... But- they ditched them. Uh, alas, Lucy and Ethel will not be happening, and I'm Correct. a little sad about it. Um, which one do you think was going to be Lucy? I mean, Kelly, right? Kelly, yeah. Kelly. Yeah, because she's the dominant one of that friendship, so. And Donna would want to go the funny route by being the older friend. That's true. That's true. Good I feel point. like that would have been such a good costume for Donna. I do, too. Well, but as we know. <laughs> as we know, it doesn't happen. And, and Donna's not great. And they realize that, like, <laughs> Hollywood costume or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. Hollywood Halloween, I don't know. Um, is about to close and they're like, oh my God, we have we to get over go. there so we can pick up things. Mm-hmm. And a total waste of a scene happens where the guy is like, well, here's the costumes you're not getting. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're not getting them. Can we look around? And he's like, yes. Like do what you want. This is the store. Yeah. He, <laughs> he made some sort of joke. Yeah. But I even pay that guy. I know. That. Right. <laughs> I was like, this, this is a waste of my time. Yeah. Well, as we know, 
the show loves to f- put in filler. It likes putting in a bunch of stuff and then realizing 40 minutes in, they haven't wrapped up the show and so they're they like, need to get on with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I will say, Dylan is like, at first, very averse to doing costumes. Yeah. Which made me happy because Nate is very averse to costumes. He will not. Even if he finds something that he thinks is cool, which is what Dylan does, but he's just like, no, no, no. You will not get me to wear a costume, and that is one thing I'm not budging on. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it happens. I'm a big costume person. I like costumes, but I've adapted. <laughs> I got John to dress up as a lumberjack one year. I mean, you saw me as a shark last year, so. You saw John as a witch in a dress last That's year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He was a witch, not a warlock. Mm-hmm. He wore but a yeah. hat and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Dylan even says, like, why do I get the feeling that you're trying to get me into a costume or, you know, something like that. And then they show oh, up. Oh, yeah, because she's like, I am. Or yeah. something. Like, she makes, like, a really good uh, comment. I forget what it was. Yeah, I kind of missed it because I focused on the part, I think it was a little bit earlier than that, where they're talking to Brandon and asking if he's going to go to the party. And he's like, no, I don't drink. I don't dress up. I don't dance. Why would I go? Da, 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 da. And I was just like, Brandon's a downer. Oh, he's a total wet blanket. Yeah. Like, why would he not go to this party? I mean, I know he doesn't drink is what his Neither excuse does Dylan. is. Neither does Dylan. I don't think Donna really does. Like, she might, but that's not something you notice, Well, right? the thing is, they never really point out that anybody drinks. Right. Except for the two that are now, you know, sober mm-hmm. and Steve. Well, and you've seen Kelly and I think Brenda... You've at seen that house them party, drink, but, but you they're not seen them known for drink. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, why would that matter? And plus, like, you can still totally have fun at parties in high school without drinking. Two episodes ago, Brandon went to a party with his cousin. Right. Yeah, with, um, it was Bobby. a dry party. Yeah. That's right. Like, so, like, all of them were having fun. What do you think they were doing there? Yeah. No, I mean, it was just, it was an excuse to keep Brandon away from the party, but I was just like... It's weak. I don't like it. I don't like it either. But I'm kind of glad he wasn't at the party because he would have been a downer or gotten like irrationally angry. (laughs) Because that's what he does. Brandsplaining. He brandsplains all day long. And he gets brangry. Brangry. (laughs) Brangry. (laughs) He has a temper. Oh my God. Yeah. Good old Branford. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, so they're picking out costumes. And, yeah, Brandon's just going to sit at home with his usual vampire costume and mm-hmm. try and scare children, which, like, sir, All right. whatever. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so they're picking out costumes. They're, like, looking through stuff. Kelly finds some, like, cocktail waitress mm-hmm. costume that they're like, Kelly. She almost looked like one of those, like, um, the, like the change thing, like, at, at casinos. The cigarette yeah. girls? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah, looked yeah. like a showgirl to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Showgirl, for sure. She definitely looked like that. And then, yeah, they just, like, like, kind of, like, "Mm, don't do that. Yeah. And so she ends up, I guess, not getting anything and then adapting a costume later. Yeah, either, yeah, I guess so, because you don't see her buy anything. Yeah, you don't see her get anything, and then Donna gets something, but you don't see it out of the bag, Mm -hmm. and you don't know what it is. And then uh, Steve finds Zorro, which Mm -hmm. I love. I do love that for him. Oh, my gosh. I like that for him. And then Dylan finds Clyde's that he and... Uh, Brenda could be Bonnie and Clyde. And he gets so excited. Well, I loved when Brenda first found, I think, Robin Hood for him. And I was like, please put Dylan in tights. That's what it was because he said, oh, you just want to get me in tights, don't you? And she's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. I was like, so do I. uh, Same. All of us want that. No, but I decided after they picked out their costumes, you know what I really wanted? Hmm. 
I wanted Dylan and Brenda to be Gomez and Morticia Adams. Oh, that would be good. My fun fact: my dad and stepmom do that every single year. So do my dad. Well, they don't do it every year, but my dad and mom have a really cute picture. Of oh them yeah, being Gomez I should and find. Morticia. Yeah, I should find that picture of my dad. That's adorable. Yeah, and I looked it up, and that movie came out in 1991, so it actually oh, would have been really popular right so now. So relevant, or it could have been. I think it would be really popular. I'm totally down for it. That's awesome. If I didn't cut all my hair off. Yep. Could have been Morticia. Oh, that means John would have to shave off his beard, though, so he could pencil on Just the mustache. the mustache. <laughs> so never mind. Never mind. But, like, that would have been super cute, right? Super cute. No, I, well, especially because Brenda's got the dark hair and, like, could look really good as, like, goth looking a little oh, bit. Oh, she and could pull off goth so much. Yeah. I want goth Brenda. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, even when she does Twin Peaks and she's, like... I don't remember what she says. Like, it's witchy and it's in right now. Or... Yeah. It's yeah. not a hippie witch. It's Twin Peaks and it's very in. That's it. <laughs> so good. No, I would have loved if they did that. And then, yeah, because you, like, they all buy their costumes and then you, like, fast forward to later that night and Jim and Cindy are setting up the house now with all of their decorations. Yeah. Which, like, you're literally going to take them down For tomorrow. For one night. Yeah. Why would you bother? And I never bother with spider webs. Mm-mm. I think those are a stupid decoration. I don't like them. I don't mind the decoration. I just wouldn't use it. Like, it just looks cluttery more than scary. <laughs> I saw this, like, internet comic where it was, like, people were cleaning up spider webs and the spider was like, excuse me, how dare you? And then they put up the <laughs> fake spider webs of the fake spiders and it was like, excuse me, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> That's funny. That's all I can think about mm-hmm. every time. But like, yeah, they're setting up and Brandon comes downstairs or comes into the room or whatever mm-hmm. and gets all excited about candy and uh, decorations and whatnot. And then he looks in the bowl and it's raisins. It's raisins. But according to Jim, it's nature's candy. <laughs> now, they're basically grapes. So pace yeah. yourselves. Jesus. Come on, Cindy. I know. She's like, I'm just trying to, you know, they're going to get tons of chocolate and candy everywhere else. I'm just trying to give them something healthy. It's like, don't be that house. You might as well just give out apples. You're going to get egged. Yeah. Like, we see eggs. They're all over the place with, uh, what are they, David and not David. Goliath. Scott. David. <laughs> David. I, com- I can't remember Scott Scanlon's name and you don't come up with it, Caitlin. I was think. I just, okay. I just... Okay. She just. <laughs> um, yeah. So Cindy's like, oh, let's do raisins. And Brandon freaks out about it. And I was really, I honestly thought we were going to get angry, Brandon. I would have I was waiting loved for it. it. Mom, you can't do raisins. Like, uh, I hate how he like. Flip the bowl and storm off. He would. He totally would. I mean, they didn't even have like backup candy or That's, anything. That was the thing. It'd be different if they like started with the raisins, but then had a backup stash or at least something like to be realistic. But no, they're just I, honestly all like, in on it. Every time they opened the door and gave kids candy and like nobody actually called out like, oh, raisins. I True. Was like, what is happening here? True. At a certain point, Brandon was hiding them in his hand and just... All he could, all they could see is him putting something in Clever. their bag. Yeah. No, all I right. saw that and I was like, like once Fair that, enough, though. once that super tall girl dressed as a pumpkin was like, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But that's like, he's getting ready to give out the nature's candy mm-hmm. anyway. And the doorbell rings and he like crouches all the way down to the ground to put this like cape halfway on himself which that's all he did and he's supposed to be a vampire well but he did the teeth too but he does the teeth bef- 
like after he opens the door. It's like he crouches real low, opens the door, then turns his head to put the teeth in. And it's like, Rah! and it's like, do all of that before you open the door. Yeah. Sir. Be dressed up. Like put yeah. that like whitewash makeup on your face and all that like stuff. Like a blood streak. Like why are you just in a white t-shirt and jeans with yeah. a cape and teeth? <laughs> Lazy Dracula. You're not fooling anyone. He's doing the Lost Boys look. Yeah. He's trying though. to be very, um, someone in Lost Boys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could Good do better times. than that. Did you guys notice the Cindy's little baby tie? Oh, yes. <laughs> and like the Where's pumpkin like halfway. It? It's like not even halfway. It's like to like her breastbone and it's just like a little tiny baby tie. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I everyone lost my attention at this point because he opens the door and Dylan is looking hot. AF. Dude. I literally, I wrote, fuck Dylan is hot. I said, fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked insane. He looked good. so good. Like, what even is he? Gangster oh man. <laughs> and then Brenda walks downstairs and she just, like, looks pulls great. her dress all the way up her leg. I was like, girl, you're about to reveal the goods. Like, I know. Put I that was down. like... If I was that girl pulling that gun out of my garter belt, my father would have had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. And like, do you need pants? Yeah, he would have been like, go change. <laughs> I, you th- back I, upstairs. You forgot your bag. Yeah, exactly. You forgot the bag to put that gun in. Oh, my gosh. Also, like, how crazy is it that they're carrying around these fake guns that look incredibly real? And at I one know. point in this episode, like, Dylan can, like, his gun. Well, I think what got me every time they did it was, like, Brenda had to, like, pull up the whole dress to get this yeah, thing yeah, out. Yeah. And I was like, all right, if you were trying to rob a bank, someone would have stopped you by now. Yeah, Bonnie wouldn't have done that. Like, Bonnie had it a little easily bit lower. accessible. Like, yeah, I do wonder if Shannon Doherty was mm-hmm. just like, I'm just going to pull this garter belt Sexy. up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and even Steve looks great, too, as Zorro. Oh, my God. Steve looks really good mm-hmm. as Zorro. I love him in a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the second time, isn't it? I know, it? isn't it? Keep doing it. But it's I just, love it. But these mustaches are not his hair color. They're, like, dark. <laughs> but the thing is, because he's wearing the hat and then, like, yeah, the thing underneath you can't tell. it, you can't tell. Exactly. You can't see that he's a blonde. And that was the thing, is they get to this party and everyone's wearing masks and masks honestly freak me the hell out i really don't oh. like when you can't see somebody's face Same. that's fair yeah and then steve showed up in like the half little eye mask and mm-hmm. i was like i take everything back masks i like are steve. okay <laughs> masks yeah. are okay as long as they like that well and that's the thing and that's not like a full face facial mask like that yeah. was just the eyes so i feel like that's a little bit easier yeah no and like i just i think all of it points to like when i was back in college i was dating this guy and we were going to a halloween party and we dressed up, and I don't remember what I was, but I remember he had, like, a super creepy mask on that he had just, like, put a bunch of red paint all over, and he put it on in the car and just turned and stared at me while I was oh. driving. And I was like, do you want me to kill you? Like, that? do you want to die? I, this mm, is, this is how this happens. That's creepy as hell. It was the worst thing in the world. No, thank you. I hate masks. That's I've been traumatized. Fair. I mean... Clearly, I would have been too. Oh, it was terrible. But then they're like, they get there. Steve's already there. Uh, David, I think, is already there, but not in a costume. Yeah, he's just like wearing like a funky blazer. He's too cool to wear a costume. Well, and he like is partially in charge of the event because he provided the music. Do you like the music? I picked it out. Yeah, like cool. Suck a dick, David. It's all right. What's hilarious about this to me is that they didn't need him there 
they just needed his music. <laughs> I yes, know. Like, he so left, right. and the music kept playing. Yeah, yeah. well, because it was just a mixtape. Exactly. Like, it's not like he was being a DJ or uh-uh. anything. That would have been different if he was, yeah, totally different if he was, like, an actual DJ there, DJing the party. But no, he just provided the songs. And he specifically calls that out when he talks to David or, or Scott earlier in the episode, that he's just coming up with, like, a song list. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like if someone came up with a Spotify playlist now and then, like, showed up to the party, like plugged in that playlist or like shared it with whoever's plugged in and Mm -hmm. then was just like see yeah uh where are the drinks at yeah right no like not invited just the dj yeah it's literally like you're a delivery man and you just don't leave literally that's funny but like yeah everybody is there except for kelly and donna Mm -hmm. and then donna shows up in the big reveal with her outfit and donna should never be allowed to buy any (laughs) outfit ever i mean she looks good she looks hot but the tail is just not functional which is ridiculous and like then, yeah she like is trying to like waddle in and like brenda and dylan basically have to like pick her up <laughs> to move her someplace else and like did you notice that they like help her get somewhere else and then leave her again just like they did in the prom episode i know yeah. that's the thing they just post her up yeah and this time it was like even worse, because now not only can she not sit down, but she's, like, fidgeting in front of lit candles. And I was oh, like, my God. I thought they were going to make her hair catch on fire. Every time she moved. <laughs> I was been worried. Terrible. I was like, this is happening. I was like, is this the thing that you had texted us and said that you were upset about? I was like, oh, my God. Donna's going to catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't do that to me. My heart. Well, and I don't like that they kept cutting back to her. Like and she kept making her butt and like making her face all weird. And I know that they were trying to make her do like physical comedy or something. And I don't fault her for that, but like, I didn't like it. Didn't it was work. Like, like, I don't like that they kept going back to her mm-hmm. and she looks like she's sticking a hand up her butt. Yeah. Or like, and then like pulling something out of her butt. <laughs> yeah. And then all of these people at the party, like, they just keep cutting to people at the party staring at her and Weirdly. snickering and laughing at her, and nobody's helping her do anything. Exactly. It's like, maybe she wants to sit down for a minute, like, if or something's go wrong, anywhere like, else. Somebody go talk to her. Exactly. I mean, Steve eventually does, because Steve is amazing. He's a decent guy. I know. <laughs> decent guy, Steve. <laughs> regular guy, Brandon. Yep. Hey, that's the difference, though. One is vanilla and regular. The other is decent. Like meaning positive <laughs> and the other is blah one is positive the other is brandon yes literally like brandon is so dumb brandon's so dumb he's i still so don't boring. like him i try to give him the benefit of the doubt and i still don't like him. i try so hard but they really did not give jason Priestley anything to work with i don't think so either it just doesn't work it doesn't and then you know kelly shows up in what is clearly a vampire costume and not a quote-unquote good witch costume. But, like, also, damn. Whoa. <laughs> damn. Like, holy shit. She looked so good. She looked so good. And, like, I got really angry that people came up to her and were like, Kelly, ugh. Yeah, like, her friends were like, you should have toned it down. Like, you look too Because slut. she had a slit up the leg of the skirt? Well, both of them. Well, but I mean, like, get over yourself. Yeah, like, Slave Leia was popular ten years ago. Exactly. Like, like other people were dressing like this in high school. Arguably, Donna's is more revealing because she's like just in a bikini top and it's skin tight. Yeah, like they're the same, but 
one is like one's supposed to be physical comedy and one is supposed to be sexy costume exactly. and that's the big difference here because like if they hadn't tried to go with the physical comedy for donna and just like had found a way to like post her up on a couch and she was laying on it kind of like a mermaid should lay on a, on rock, a rock or something yeah. like boys would have been all over well, her. And even if they would have made her tail like kind of like they do where you wear leggings or pants or something and the tail goes over it so you can still walk because your legs are independent from each other but if you stand still it looks like a tail mm-hmm. she would have been sexy oh yeah and not like flailing no the intended. whole physical comedy of it is the only reason that it exactly. didn't come off the same way that kelly's did exactly. but really kelly was sexy vampire not quote-unquote good witch right like, but she also, like, got a heavy reaction from, like, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Even Dylan. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, excuse me, Dylan. His face was just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, don't, Brenda, don't, don't, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me, just focus. Grandmas, grandmas, bad things, things that are gross. Brenda <laughs> will leave me again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... rightfully so kelly looks so good i know and like i mean literally she gets a response from everyone and even david once again even though their parents are dating oh yeah comes up to her yeah Mm -hmm. and asks her if she wants to dance and she's just like oh thanks but no thanks i Mm -hmm. gotta be nice to you because you might be my brother one day yeah but then yeah she dumps him Mm -hmm. and then he goes over to cleopatra and that's when he's like you like this music i came up with this music (laughs) Do you want to dance? She's just like, no, no, I don't. And she just leaves. Yeah, he gets rejected <sighs> hardcore with her. And then he's just like, well, crap, two ladies reject me, so I better leave. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, fine with me. I mean, he never should have been there in the first place. Let's we didn't need him in this episode. Yeah. Ever. He always, well, yeah, that's true. He always acts like he's just, like, so much cooler than he actually is. Or that other people, like, even last episode, I don't think we mentioned it in the episode, but, like, when he comes up to, um, Christine <laughs> at the, after the concert and is like, I'm David. I'm sure Steve's talked about me a lot. BFFF. No. Like, he just always assumes he's more important or more cool than he is. Well, that's even in this episode. Like, Mary mentioned at the beginning, Scott comes into the DJ booth and is Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got detention, but after that, I'm going to go do the egg fight. And David's just like, egg fights are for middle schoolers. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, I'm going to a party with girls. Like, you wouldn't even understand. And he also, doesn't invite Scott. No, he doesn't. And also, like... Not that Scott would go. Isn't it possible that there could have been girls at the egg fight, too? That's sexist, David. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I agree. I would I would throw an egg as a high schooler. I totally would have. That would have been so much, like, if less stressful. If someone would invite me. Right. God. But that would have been David. so... Even though that would have been stressful, because, like cops but like that would have been less stressful than having to go to a stupid party and like mingle with people i don't know and try to get someone to like me like i can just go hang out with my friend and then maybe a cute girl or a guy or whoever will be there and i can hang out with them if i'm scott and yeah he doesn't even get the invite from david and then david does end up crawling back to him because he does leave because he was rejected because hello you're dumb and you're not as cool as you think you are and it was kind of cute that they were reminiscing like when they were in the bushes and they were talking about like oh remember you got stuck in the doggy door yeah like that was kind of cute i was like this is the content we need we need scott and david yeah we need to see them being friends not david trying and striking out to be friends with the rest of them yeah i kind of wish if they had done 
like them drifting apart as friends that they had really committed to it mm-hmm. and like had David with one group of friends and Scott like hanging out with extras that don't need to say anything. Right. Just like showing that he had other friends. Like I feel like that's something that Degrassi would have done really well hmm. at, you know, a risk of being like, this isn't Degrassi. They mm-hmm. need to get over them. Like, but that is something that would have happened. Like, I feel like on Degrassi, like people did fall apart. That was season two of Degrassi when, um, what's her face with the drugs? Ashley. Ashley did <laughs> drugs and nobody wanted to hang out with her, but uh, Ellie showed up, whatever mm-hmm. her name was. Oh, man. But yeah, Ellie. Is <laughs> Ellie? Yeah, I thought Ellie. that was her real name. Yeah. But yeah, um, like she shows up. Stacy Farber is the actress. That's right. Yeah, but Ellie, I loved her. I loved Ellie. Just baby goths. Yeah, we need more of that. And then Ashley was like, "Oh, you'll be friends with me because you don't know about that time I took ecstasy once and everyone abandoned me." Also, I mean, you might like my dark poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about that time I was in a band. You know, whatever. Hair flip. Um. Anyway, but yeah. Like, that, honestly, the egg fight sounds a lot less stressful than being at this party because at one point, Brenda comes up to Kelly and is like, oh, what are the prospects that you've got going on? And I don't know if this is right before or right after that guy comes up to her and is like, we could drive around. I've got my dad's blah, 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 and this right bottle after. of whiskey. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this boy wants to drive you drunk somewhere? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And Kelly is like, tell you what. Drive to the pier and then drive <laughs> off of it. Yeah, and keep going. <laughs> which is savage, which is great. No, but yeah, it was after that because basically, like, then they like reconvene or whatever. And at first, yeah, because like, that's when she like points out the cowboy exactly and points out like, like gross, gross, gross. Oh, gross, that gross, gross. Maybe mm-hmm. kind of funny. Needs to take off the mask. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yes. Which the cowboy? I might be alone in this. Um, he kind of looks like Dacker Montgomery from Stranger Things, specifically. Hmm. Interesting. I can kind of see it. I, when I first saw him, I saw him as, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie, um, American Ultra. Yes. With Kristen Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg. You know, the laugher? He was it's like been the a while villain. since I've seen that He movie. was the villain that would laugh all the time because he was like psychotic. Okay. It's been well, too long like, since I've he's seen been in other stuff, but that was like the first thing I could think of. Um, he reminded me of him, but older. Yeah, no, I was like, he kind of looks like Dacker Montgomery. And then I knew that whoever he played, I don't remember the name of his character on that, but was supposed to be modeled after somebody from Lost Boys. And I was like, oh, I don't remember who he's supposed to be modeled after. I don't either. I haven't watched that movie in years. I know. And that's like, I should watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember because all I could think of is uh, uh, the Corys. Oh, um. Corey Haim yeah, and Corey Feldman. Feldman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I can think of with that movie. And then what's his right. name from 24? Um, yeah. I almost said his name from from 24. No, it's not Jack Bauer. That's not who I mean. But you know what I mean, right? Yes. And I'm trying to... It's I don't gone. got it. It's not there. I don't got it. Yeah, um, but none of those people. Somebody else from The Lost Boys. But anyway, Dr. Right. Montgomery. And I was like, mm, okay. When I looked him up, because I thought he looked familiar, because he looked like all these other people. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, He's like a 90s, like an early, like 80s and 70s kind of actor. Mm-hmm. That's it. But he's creepy. He very creepy. I didn't like him from the very beginning. I was like, Ugh. I got really creeped out when they were like dancing and then they walked over to the food and Kelly mm-hmm. wanted chicken nuggets and he was just like, no, no, quesadillas. Yeah. He was like, these quesadillas are really good. And I was like, they look like shit. Did you drug them? Right. Like, right. 
What is the yes. point of you wanting her to eat these quesadillas? Well, and right before that, he said that he went to USC. So he's a college dude coming At a to high a school high school party. party. Another red flag. I know the show likes to put older men with younger women. And like but they still. do like to say that like these younger women kind of just like go with it. Of like, mm-hmm. oh, I date uh, college boys. Exactly. Or like, I date. What was the first guy of the law school in the very first episode? Jason. Banana daiquiri. Banana daiquiri. Yeah, because he was in law school. Yeah, but like, <laughs> that was the thing. I was like, why is he pushing these quesadillas? I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. He yeah, he's just really creepy, and he had that like cowboy Southern accent, and it was like, it sounds really fake. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you came here from like Alabama or Georgia or you know mm-hmm. something like that, and so you actually do have this accent, but like. You're creeping me out, and I really want you to drop it. Well, and it was just a bit much. It was just over the top. It was committing too hard to the costume. And that was the thing. is, I was like, maybe it's your real thing, mm-hmm. but it seems like you're committing too hard to this, and I don't like it. Exactly. That's what I felt, too. Yeah. But, like, they take this, like, brief moment mm-hmm. to come away from them at the party to go back to Donna. Who's, like, apparently about and, like, to pass out or something. I think she just really had to pee, but okay. she, like couldn't move so she was trying to loosen up the mm-hmm. fins and i don't know <laughs> whatever but like steve comes over to her and calls out the whole like why do you keep doing this to yourself yeah just be yourself basically yeah and like, like you don't have to be something else and, and something like, outrageous who would want to see that and he's like i would i want to see you be yourself right You're really cool exactly forehead kiss yeah super sweet like two episodes in a row of like steve being sweet and just wanting to be loved and wanting other people to feel loved I do wish that, like, he had actually helped her, though, after he came over, because he's just like, peck, leave. Bye. Yeah. He's like, I think you should be yourself, but right now, I'm going to go talk to Raggedy Ann over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is like, appreciate the advice. Now just, like, follow through a little bit, maybe? Like, keep... keep yeah, that's keep great. Going. I want to be myself. Can you help me with this? Seriously. Or can you, like, go get Brenda to help mm-hmm. me with this? Or, you know, something? Because Brenda does show up, and that's when she's like, oh, you really have to pee, or mm-hmm. I really need to get out of this. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And they have to, like, waddle her somehow up the stairs. I was thinking about this that. other bathroom. Like, did she hop? <laughs> or, like... How did they get her out? Boot scoot? Like, butt scoot? Like, <laughs> Brenda is actually super fit and just, like, squatted and, like, carried her up the like stairs. Like, fireman crawl or, like, <laughs> No, whatever. it's an uh, officer and a gentleman where she just, like, sweeps <laughs> yeah, her yeah. up. There you go. And just, like, carries her up the stairs. And, yeah, yeah helps her whatever. Pee I mean, whatever. Well, they get her out of the fins, but yeah. then I guess she's wearing pants underneath it somehow. That's what was confusing, too. Because she was, like, fine. Because later yeah, those in the episode, like, she, like, wears... Dylan's uh, blazer. Yeah. But I'm like, that's not going to cover your bottom Your downstairs region? Yeah. Like, so she had to have been wearing leggings or something. She had to have. But, like, that, like, bottom part of the costume was, like, skin tight. So I right. don't really understand what was happening there. Totally. But, I mean, I guess, whatever. Doesn't really matter because the whole point was that they needed to get upstairs. Yeah. And then, like, Steve needed to be gone so he could barge in later. And Dylan mm-hmm. needed to be gone so he could barge in later. Exactly. Um, but, really, Steve deserves a girlfriend. He does. He'd be so, I, I have full confidence that he'd be very sweet to one. He'd be so good. Stondria. Stondria. We Hash want it to happen, tag. but we get no follow-through. Like, is she even in this episode? She was in it in the very beginning, right? Is she? Oh, yeah, because she, yeah. like, gets the pumpkins but that's that everybody like else. But, yeah, then she has to go be a good person, and everyone else is like, well, I'm going to go drink. Mm-hmm. We'll go get I'm gonna go party. And, like, uh, yeah, because that's... Gotta get to it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's where it happens. Because, like, yeah. yeah, 
Basically, they agree. Kelly has the really shitty quesadilla, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, you know, it's really boring down here or something like that. It's loud. Let's go somewhere where we can talk. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they go upstairs where it's a lot quieter, and they go into this room, and the door is open, mm-hmm. and they're talking. And they start talking about, like, make-believe. Yeah, playing pretend, mm-hmm. and, like, honestly, I just, like, I saw red after this, and I missed a lot of what was actually said, mm-hmm. other than the fact that Kelly kept saying no, yeah. and she didn't want to do this, and she wanted to go back to the party, and the guy kept being like, but we're going to play pretend and like, I'm really sorry. Can you like kiss and make up mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff? And she tries to go downstairs and that's when he like gets in front of her and is like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do all that stuff. And then he pushes the door closed and locks it. And then he attacks her. Yep. And I like. It was painful. Just, yeah. Like I was just like, oh my God. I, like this cannot be what's actually going to happen in this episode. Like, there's no way that you're going to do this Mm -hmm. and that you're going to show, like, she honestly, like, Kelly, I don't want to say she was good at this because that feels like the wrong thing to say, but, like, she did acted very scared and, like, really portrayed it the way that she probably needed to for the scene. Yeah. No, she, um, I mean, even before the actual, like, attack she i thought did a very real build up to being scared right well, and yeah because she's initially like he kisses her and they start getting a little bit more affectionate and she's like no 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 let's just go back because she starts feeling uneasy mm-hmm. so she's like let's just go back downstairs like let's go back down to the party and like have a good time down there he starts getting more aggressive she's like no like i don't want this like very clear very clear and then he tries to apologize, sort of, and like, can you forgive me? And then the whole kiss and make up or kiss Well, and he's and still whatever. like physically blocking the way. And exactly. you can see her being like, I want to leave, but there's there's not a way to get around you. So I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, and, like, she's trying to like I don't be really cool know what to do. Under pressure. And that's this whole thing is you can see through this entire episode, Kelly's trying really hard to be cool and sexy and like all of this stuff because, you know, like, I think she just wants a boyfriend. She just wants a boy to, like, give her attention. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, not like, at all. That's a n- completely normal thing for a teenager to want is to want this attention. And there's, like, she dressed up and she wanted to go play and she wanted to have fun. And then all of a sudden, it's not fun anymore. And you can see that on her face. Like, her face just changes. It drops. And this guy is just like, well, it's still fun for me. Mm-hmm. And, like... It just made me really uncomfortable and, like, thank God that Brenda Brenda and Donna Donna. were in that room and just, like, went out that way instead Mm -hmm. of some other way. And they're like, oh, my God, we didn't know you were here because they assume that this is all consensual. Exactly, because why else would they assume it was anything different? Which I I thought was a little interesting just because Kelly had just been saying, like, no, 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 and, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. why didn't they hear her through the door? But whatever. But they come in and they think it's, like, really consensual. And she comes running up to them and, like, looks a mess. Like, her hair is already messed up. Her, like, dress is a little pulled off Mm -hmm. because he's been, like, just trying to claw at her. Yeah. And I just hated when he was like, Kelly, stop kidding. They're going to believe you. Oh, my God. Yes. I I just got chills when you said that. Like, because 
that is very real. Yeah. And it's well, very that's the whole thing of like, you know, saying like, oh, well, she's just saying that she didn't want to do it anymore. And like, you know, it got too real for her. Yeah. Or like, she regrets what she was doing because she was dressed like a slut. Mm-hmm. And like, she, like, whatever. It doesn't even matter because she said no. And then she runs up to her friends all upset and doesn't even, like, nothing that he says matters at that right, point. Right. As totally. soon as she is so upset about that, he could say anything he wants, but it doesn't, like, she's upset. Right. Like, right. And, it was, and then, like, she's like, oh, he locked the door. He wouldn't let me out. And he's like, no, 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 no. She's kidding. The door is locked. The door is clearly locked. And Brenda literally, she makes a good decision, and she literally goes over to unlock it, seeing that it was locked, opens the door, and screams for Dylan and says, help. Yeah. Like, she gets, she's like, no, I need you here. Because here's another very real thing, is that this was a room with a man and three women. And in no way, and this doesn't happen in real life, and in no way were any of those three girls going to overpower this one man. I mean, so yeah. they needed another person who could overpower somebody in case things went sideways. That's the thing. Like, unfortunately, that's just like a physiological exactly thing. Like, and that's why women thing. are so terrified half the time because they know on their strongest day, a man can still overpower them physically. Yeah. Did you hear? It was a couple of years ago. There was a woman, I think in Seattle, who was training for the Seattle Marathon, and she like stopped in the middle of the day, in the middle of a training run, to use the bathroom, and she didn't turn off her uh, GPS watch Mm -hmm. to go use the bathroom. And while she was in there, there was some guy waiting in the bathroom to attack whoever came in. Oh, my God. And he went at her, and she fought him off. And, like, because she hadn't turned off her GPS watch, she posted the map of it on, like, Map My Run or something, and it just shows it going wild. Like, she is all over the place trying to get away from this guy and fighting him and, like, pushing him off and all this stuff and screaming. And, like, the thing is, like, she would not have made it out of there if somebody hadn't heard her and come running to mm-hmm. save her. But, like, she posted pictures of, like, her face. He had, like, attacked her. Oh, my God. And, like, ugh. It just, it makes me so nervous. But that's the thing is, like, she was training for a marathon. Right. And, like, who knows who the hell this guy is. Right. And she still, like, was having trouble getting away from him. Exactly. That's exactly my point. So it was good that Brenda called for help and then Dylan and Steve came over there. Well, and that's what's so great about Dylan and Steve Mm -hmm. is that, like, she called for Dylan, but Steve could hear that, like, something had gone down and was like, well, I'm not going to wait and make sure that you guys need me, too. I'm just going to go. Exactly. Like, and oh, so that made Dylan, me so happy. I forget what Dylan says. I don't remember what Dylan says, but the guy, the cowboy tries to say to them, like, you know what girls are like. Like, you yeah, can't believe right. anything. And then Steve is like, I love her. Mm-hmm. And that's when they grab him and take him out and throw him out of the party and yeah. then hit him. Right. He's like, how dare you hurt her? I love this woman or this girl or something mm-hmm. like that. And then, yeah, he just gets drunk Yeah, because they out. take him outside and he's just like, you know how girls can be. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, wrong move, motherfucker. Yeah, and just fucking punch him in the face. He deserved the least a lot more. That, yeah, that he deserved. It was a very interesting then next scene. Yeah, that's about where, like, Obviously, everything leading up to this had made me really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but this is about where I was like, I should probably text them and give them this warning of like, this is about to happen, but then this scene is about to happen mm-hmm. because Brenda literally says, when a girl dresses like a slut. Yeah. She doesn't say that like verbatim, but basically, like she. Or means, no, that's what the cowboy says. Yeah. And then Brenda says the dress is too much. Yes. She said that what you were wearing was a bit much. 
and yeah, because Kelly's blaming herself for what happened, and they shouldn't have dressed like that. And the first thing out of Brenda's mouth is to blame her for how she dressed. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? And that was my point I think I made last episode where it's like sometimes they do things well and then sometimes sometimes they handle things the complete wrong way. And that was that was exactly that is women blaming other women for things that happen to them when like you don't blame the victim, you blame the person who did it. Mm -hmm. Like I can wear whatever I want. The second I say no, that's all that matters. Exactly. Like I I don't care. And the good thing that happens is that Donna yeah, she says, you said no, he should have That's listened, period. That's all that period. matters. Yeah. And, like, she even calls it out. She's like, he tried to rape you. Like, yeah. she says the she word. She says he is a rapist. Yeah. And, like, Kelly keeps trying to say, like, no, it's my fault. I shouldn't have done I this. Let I him just on. to be cool. Yeah. And they're, like, after Brenda says what she says, they're, like, no. None of this had anything to do with you. Right. This had to do with him. And I don't love that they make Dylan say something here. But he does caveat it and say, I know I'm the last person that needs to say yeah, something. Yeah, I, I know you guys don't need a guy saying exactly. this to you. Which is good because then what he says is basically like... It's the same thing. Yeah, it's like, you, you, no one ever deserves this. Like, no matter... Like, he basically says, like, you might think you let him on, but it's still... He has the option to not do this. Like, you said no. That's it's still a matters. choice. Like, I, that yeah. is... You said no, period. Yeah. End of sentence. Nobody really, like, they do need to, you know, make Kelly feel better, but nobody needs to say anything else past you said no. It doesn't right. matter. Right. The second you say no, consent is gone. Yeah. And anything after that that it goes against that is 100% wrong. Well, and the thing is, like, how many other guys was Kelly talking to that didn't try to rape her? Exactly. There were 50 other guys at that party who did nothing to her. Exactly. There was that guy... And it's just a really unfortunate situation that that's the one that knows how to be a predator and that's the one that got in on her. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was controlling basically from the get-go. Like, he, she wanted chicken nuggets and he said no and mm -hmm. gave her quesadillas. Like, that yeah. doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a lot. Yeah, I mean, he controlled just the little things. Like, he would, like, grab her arm or something or, yeah, I'd make her choose a different type of food which doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And then controls whether or not they leave the room and then controls if they're going to be intimate. Take it farther than she wants to. Exactly. It's so Like, stupid. he tries to control the situation when other people show up and say, no, she's lying. Mm -hmm. He tries to be really personable with them, which is everything that a predator would do. It's terrifying. Like, you know, we joke about David being a psychopath, but this is actually a psychopath. And never have I been threatened that David would rape someone. Never. Not even a little bit. Mm -mm. Like, this this guy is terrifying. And they don't even give him a name. They just call him the cowboy. cowboy. Which I'm glad they don't. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't deserve, deserve a name. It. No. Jesus. He's a disgusting person. Yep. But, like, I hate, like, I hated all of it. Because, yeah, Don is the one that calls out, like, he was a rapist. He was trying to rape you. And Kelly, like, tries to backtrack off mm -hmm. of it. And Which, like, and I can understand if you're in shock and you're I get trying it. to come like, to terms with it. Like, she's shaking. You can yeah. see it. But, yeah. like, it... I say I hated it, but I liked it because, like, this seemed like a very real representation of, like, what I imagine it would be if, mm -hmm. like, your best friends walked into a room and saved you from something. Like, you're in shock. You're terrified. You're trying to convince yourself that wasn't actually going to happen to you. You're embarrassed. 
Yeah, I mean, that it could happen to you. That's why she was trying to say all these things of like, no, it's because of how I was dressed. And I was like, no, this has nothing to do with you. She's just trying to rationalize it. Yeah, I just want you to understand, like, unfortunately, you can't control who is and who is not a rapist. Right. Like, totally. Nothing, nothing had nothing to do with Kelly and had everything to do with the fact that that guy is a predator and he would have preyed on anyone. Yeah. And like Kelly, just, unfortunately, was I would say the one. it's just unfortunate that it was her, but it is very fortunate that she had people looking out for her <laughs> and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And they do like immediately after that, they're all like, let's go. Let's yeah, get out of here. Let's leave. No. This, is, this is not for us. We're gone. Yeah. And Steve and Kelly do have a good conversation afterwards. And I mean, I will always love Steve and Kelly. Like, whatever they end up being, you know, like, I think they have always shown that they have a good friendship. They have good chemistry. Well, I just love that he loves her. Yeah. And like... And she loves him too. It's just different. Yeah. It's just... It's not... I think it's still romantic love on his side. Yes. I don't think it's romantic love on her side. But he acknowledges that and mm-hmm. is willing to keep this relationship platonic unlike the cowboy. Right. Like, I think that's... That's the, the difference. That's the best thing about this is like... Steve is such a good guy. Right. Like, all of them are good guys. Like, Dylan would never do that to her. Steve would never do that to her. Brandon would never do that to yeah, her. Yeah, as much as we should on Brandon. Like, he still would as never As much as we should on someone. any of them. None yeah. of them are the cowboy. Exactly. And, like, yeah, I mean, that's they leave the party, and Donna wants to return her costume because she hates it so much. They all run into uh, Brandon and Emily Valentine and try to go to the peach pit, mm-hmm. and that's... Basically, the end of the episode from there, which at that right. point I was like, how late is the Peach Pit open? <laughs> True. Why is this a True. 24-hour diner? It's what is Nat doing? It's probably a Waffle House. <laughs> oh, I wish Let's it was a real. Waffle House. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's only one other, like, side story in this episode. Which, like... We can uh, sum up in about three sentences. Brandon opens the door. It's Emily and her niece Very and nephew. Very terrifying niece and nephew. <laughs> okay. Did y'all ever see the movie The Orphanage? They came out in like when we were in high school. Uh, I doubt so it because I hate scary movies. Okay. You tell the story. I'm going to pull up pictures from The Orphanage because that's what those kids looked like and it terrified <laughs> me because that movie is terrifying. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah. So basically the niece and nephew with Emily come to the Walsh house to get raisins and <laughs> basically Brandon's like, oh my God, Emily. And so they decide to take the children trick-or-treating, effectively lose said children because they're walking in front of them and not behind them and they're just distracted by literally just talking. So they have to try to find them and they're looking everywhere and they run into a cop. That is terrifying. That's nightmare fuel, right? Ooh, that's like a baby scarecrow. Ooh, but like where that thing, is, like the mask is just like a white mask like cinched Choke. around the head. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the thing. The kids were supposed to be ghosts, but it was cinched, cinched. around their heads. Ooh. Yeah, it was It was. Scary and the orphanage is about a little boy that like goes to hide and then like falls down some stairs and gets stuck in a wall and then dies inside the wall so he what? haunts the building that's terrifying, terrifying. yeah no all it's right. totally fucking creepy and it's like it's in spanish so like you just spend all this time reading about the scary stuff because you have to read the the subtitles it's it's a terrifying movie no thank you This is why I don't like scary movies anymore. I hate scary movies. You still love them. Hate them now. Thankfully, these twins are... Yeah, they were twins. They were twins. Yeah, they Um, were twins. Forgot that. Yeah, I said it, but then I was like, no, 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 they are. Um, They are eventually found after Brandon and Emily, uh, Brimley, go to the cops. And then I realized again how far we've come because literally 
The cops can't call Brandon and Emily to tell them if they've found him. They have to call the Walsh house. And if Brandon and, and Emily are still out looking for them, they'll never know. How know. stressful is that? I do love that they came back and the kids were like, yeah, you said if we got separated to come back here. So we came back here because and, you walked away. But also, honestly, like, pff, genius. I know. Like, <laughs> just tell a kid, hey, if you get lost, go to the last place you remember. Brilliant. Yeah. Why do kids do that nowadays? Oh, yeah, because they have cell phones. Because every <laughs> single child has, like, a GPS tracker on them. Seriously. But no, that's so smart. I'm like, did my mom tell me to do that? But you no know what's idea. not smart? Cindy is like, oh, well, they, they came back, so I let them get into all of their candy. They ate everything. Smart, Cindy. I was smart. like, Cindy, you're a mother. You're going <laughs> to yeah. send both of these home to their parents hopped up on sugar? This is clearly how Cindy would be as like a cool aunt or like a grandma. <laughs> I'm not a mom. I'm, I'm a, a cool, cool mom. mom. Exactly. My favorite part about that was when they walk in the door and they just see Jim playing with the kids. Because yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm going to take you back to my castle. <laughs> I just love that Cindy was like, I let them get into the chocolate. And they're like, Mom, you got some chocolate right there. And she's like, they got into the chocolate, not me. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Because <laughs> the then, end. Then yeah. they run into everyone from the party and, oh, wait, they went to the peach pit. Mm-hmm. And Emily was like, well, I wouldn't know what to do if you weren't there. And then Brayden's like, oh, we're getting all philosophical here. And then they just, they kiss. all over their faces. And I'm still convinced that Jason Priestley just goes in full tongue with every <laughs> kiss. Like, he just eats whoever's face it is. He really gets time. all in on that. Like, I that is even, teenage like, boy making out. Remember last episode when he grabbed Andrea by the neck? He almost, like, because of how they're sitting sideways, he almost is, like, I can't do it with, like, he's, like, reaching with his hand, like, trying to get the neck, but ends up getting, like, in the front of her neck. And it's really weird. <laughs> no, he's, he's so just... possessive with his hand and neck area. Like, I want the neck. Maybe he is a vampire. (gasps) Prediction. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's all. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's it. Because then they run into everyone from the party. And everyone from the party is just like, oh, you want to go to the peach pit? And they're like, like, we literally just left it to come to talk to you guys. Yeah. And then episode end. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I guess, like, what I liked about this episode compared to other times that we've talked about like really heavy stuff like mm-hmm. this is that like they didn't end on a super high note. Like, and the sure. side story wasn't like Brandon trying to get with a woman. True. Like it, he was with Emily, but he wasn't like really trying to get all physical with her when the other, like the main story is about like a physical relationship gone bad. Mm-hmm. Well, in the, to, to your point, the Brandon and Emily scenes felt very much like friends at first. And then they got to a point where they both were comfortable saying that they, in a way, had feelings for each well, other. And it was like a scary episode for them because they thought they lost kids. And exactly. They, like, like you said, there's no way to call and say you found them. So they mm-hmm. could have been out all night thinking that they lost these kids and freaking out. And I mean, like, if I lost my niece, I don't know what I would do. Oh, my God. I'd like, be hysterical. I don't even have nieces or nephews, and I know I'd be hysterical. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously I'd be hysterical otherwise, but, like, she is the thing that I'm aware of. Like, I know Mm -hmm. that I have my – if I lost her, like – Be awful. tears. Like, I I don't know what I would do. I don't don't even know. Yeah. And, like, so that was the thing. It's, like, that story was, like, kind of scary, too. Like, it started Mm -hmm. off super light of, like, oh, my God, Mom, you bought raisins. Silly Cindy. You're (laughs) crazy. And then – 
yeah, they lose the kids and they freak out. And then, like, yeah, you go to the party and Donna's dressed like a ridiculous costume again. Oh, my <laughs> she God. She did it again. But then, silly, Donna. But then, yeah, it goes into you know, assault and immediately turns around and every single person at that party that, like, we are following Mm -hmm. is, like, that's what they're focused on. Totally. So, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't like this episode, but I liked this episode. Like, I think it handled everything really well and it finally understood that, like, when you have the gravity of that kind of thing at first, you can't have a side story that's, like, funny or like sexual in any other way right like you need to separate the two and you can't have like brandon showing up at an older woman's house expecting to spend the night after she does a seaweed wrap on you well i think also to your point you have to be able to separate it it's like this experience was kelly's experience it wasn't brandon on another timeline or like storyline like you were saying Mm -hmm. it's even though brenda and donna were the ones that burst in i don't think they're they're i don't think the writers were wrong for including them and making them be the ones that kind of save or Mm -hmm. stop what happens because i think if it was just random extras it would have felt flat but i do think you have to separate it and it be clearly kelly's experience um and like you said not have any other story be similar or the opposite or relating to it in any way well and i do really like that everyone that was at the party still stuck up for her and defended her i do wish that they hadn't needed men to come to the rescue for them but i understand again in a sense of like brenda and donna were probably scared well and they were doing it to service yeah like brenda was scared so she called dylan who we've discussed before like brandon acts like a good or says he's a good person dylan acts like a good person totally and then steve had to act because he loves kelly right like you heard him say literally like i love her and get into a fight which he has done before Mm -hmm. we've seen him step up for his mom yeah so like you know I, I just think it all fit together. I honestly think this was a really good episode. Like, I wish that I wasn't so in on such a, like, horrible episode, but I think it was really well done. And I think my grade, because I gave it a bad grade, um, but I do think now after we've talked about it, I graded it purely because of the content. Like, the fact that something the, yeah. bad happened you to were one like, of my oh, favorite characters. this thing characters. happened to Kelly. I don't yeah. like it, so I don't like this episode. Exactly. But... Based on what we talked about, it's a. I would give it a high, a little higher grade. I wouldn't give it an A by any means, um, but yeah. I mean, I'm just conflicted about it. Like honestly, because I'm trying to separate my emotion for a character that I like and an opportunity to bring awareness to something that happens to people every single day and show the point. Which the point is that consent is the only point. Well, and to look critically at how it is presented. Because that's another thing is you have to think this was, you know, what, 1992. Mm -hmm. And, like, the fact that they put this episode on this way where, like, the guy tries to be, like, victim-blaming and nobody is having it. Correct. And they're like, no, we have credible reasons that, like, what you're saying is not true. People saw what happened. Which, like, frankly, that shit doesn't fly now. Exactly. That... We bring this up all the time when we have these episodes. The fact that we're still having to have these similar conversations Mm -hmm. about stuff 30 years later, it just still makes me a little pessimistic 
pessimistic to think that we haven't come that far. Yeah. But then sometimes we have, like, we've had that discussion too, about sometimes we have really come a lot further, but other times it feels like we're still having the same talks and the same struggles and the same, like, women are still trying to convince people that they get hurt. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I heard something recently of, um, I'm probably going to butcher the way that he said this, um, and I don't even remember who said it. It might have been on Last Week Tonight or, you know, something like that. Where it was like, we don't have to blanket believe everyone when they say these things. Mm-hmm. But if they come up with something credible and they can say like, no, I talked to somebody back when it happened. Or other people come forward. You have 32 people or whoever come forward and say that something happened to them. It's believable. And yeah. you should look into it. And you should look critically at it and understand. So like, you know, if it was just Kelly and this guy in this room. And she's saying one thing happened. And he said something didn't happen. Like, that is a little more muddled, but the Mm -hmm. fact that you have two other women that came in and said, no, I saw the door was locked. I saw what she looked like. I saw what I saw. That gives it credibility and you have to look more into it. Absolutely. Like it just. So I think that's kind of the moral of my thing is that my grading reflects my true, honest feelings, but I'm conflicted about the actual like episode itself. So I'm going to keep my grading but I'm going to change from what I originally said it was in terms of my little alliteration. Sorry, real quick. I just looked something up out of curiosity. Did you know, like, basically a few months before this episode happened is when Anita Hill came forward and accused Clarence Thomas of what he did? Oh, geez. That was in 1991. So this is probably, like, semi-related? I mean, it's got to be, like... Because that was in the public eye mm-hmm, at that mm-hmm. point. Like, it's got to be why they brought stuff up like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I mean... I can't prove it. I just right. think it. There's correlation. But yeah. What did you grade it? So yeah. I'm still going to keep my C+. That's what I gave it. But instead of calling it Cawful, because that's what I originally did, I'm just going to say Conflicted, because that's really how I feel. And I so I didn't grade I graded it I didn't come up with an alliteration for it and this is probably going to be terrible but I am going to give it an A because I do think that it was pretty progressive I assume it was pretty progressive to have this episode I do think it was a really good way to handle this episode mm-hmm. um, but I am going to say it's A for awful because it was <laughs> an awful situation so like that's exactly where good I went grade, <laughs> awful situation that's fair but I do think. It was important, and I do really like that everyone stood up for her mm-hmm. because I like honestly, even a season before, I'm not sure that would have happened. I mean, we True. had a sexual assault episode in season one that was not handled very well, and mm-hmm. we hated it, and we didn't even grade it. That's right. You're right. We didn't grade it because it was so bad, and mm-hmm. like honestly, it didn't really have redeeming qualities, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah. So like, well, and to be honest, like. This is probably a step in the right direction compared to that last episode yeah. that we didn't even grade. Um, it's just, it's just tough. It's I mean, really tough. It's just hard for me to find the good and stuff like that. But you're right; they did handle it in a decent way. I just keep going back to those like couple of lines with the victim blaming and shaming. You the know, shaming 
pissed me that, off. That's like, what I keep going back honestly, to. Honestly, like, I saw red through the whole end of the mm-hmm. episode. And then, yeah, when she was like, well, you did dress like da-da-da-da-da. Exactly. But, like, I mean, Donna came back with it and was like, no, he's a rapist. Right. And and that's good. I just still think you had an opportunity to not do that and prove yeah, that you we're, can't, like, that shouldn't happen. And honestly, I kind of get the feeling that maybe the writers realize that and that's why it shifts immediately in the other direction. They mm-hmm. just forgot to take out Brenda's line or yeah. something. Yeah. Because like, like you said, they came to the right conclusion, but to get there, it just felt well, it was literally like cringy. Brenda had one line and then immediately they changed their minds on it. So that didn't, but that didn't tell me that Brenda changed her mind. That told me that Donna was like, no, you're wrong. He's a rapist. Yeah. Not that Brenda changed her mind. So again, conflicted. <laughs> That's literally how I feel. No, and episode. it's definitely a fair thing to say. Yeah. So. All right. How do we get this <laughs> bad taste out of our mouth? Um... We're like halfway into season two, I think. I, I, don't th- I think this is a long one. I think season Maybe two is like 28 episodes. episodes. Oh, I thought it was 32. It might be. I don't know. It's, it's between 28 and 32. I do know that. It's more than 20, less than 100. <laughs> yeah. It's more than one, less than 100. <laughs> uh, what's next? What do we have? Well, next week we've got uh, season two, episode 14, the next 50 years. Okay. So there's 28 episodes. So next week we'll be halfway through. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if this is a Valentine episode, but, like, if they don't do a Valentine episode, I'm going to be very disappointed because it's literally season two, episode 14. Well, oh, oh, okay. So, I was on IMDb to see how many episodes are in this season. This Halloween episode aired October 31st, 1991. Hill testified on television about Clarence Thomas October 11th, 1991. Oh, wow. Okay. But, like... That's so close. Like, you have to think that they came up with something like that. Yeah. Like, True. You, you have to think that they're related. Well, because we also talked about during, like, the um, the episode where we had a little bit of, like, the police brutality and the OJ stuff. Oh, yeah. So. Ashes to Ashes. Mm-hmm. With Ash the Third. Mm-hmm. We'll never see again. And. Sharice. What was his name? Sh- uh, Shaft. <laughs> Yes, but um, uh, the boyfriend. Yes, I don't remember. Oh, Devon, Devo, Devo. I think it might have been Devo to Mars. Oh, yeah, that, sounds, that right. sounds right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what if they just got like a really political writers' room right now, and they were just like, "We're gonna go for it." They might, and I mean, that's probably better than what, like, more than what we've seen on television around that time. Yeah. Because I know eventually ER does stuff like that, but well, that like, hasn't happened yet. There's just not a lot of shows I watched from, like, this era. Like, yeah, I watched... totally. Um, I watched Degrassi, but mm-hmm. Degrassi goes there. Mm-hmm. Like, the first episode of, like, the 80s episodes was when she found out she was pregnant. So, well, I'm like, really trying to think of, like, ma- really mainstream. Because Degrassi wasn't... It was Canadian. Yeah, I don't it wasn't know how mainstream, mainstream it was here. Right. Um, but I know Fresh Prince... But that was like 1994, hitting. I right. feel. And then there was My So-Called Life, but that mm-hmm. only lasted one season. So right. they didn't really have time to get into anything. Yeah. Because she was just angsty and in love with 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Ironic. Um, so it could have been that this was like one of the first to do political 
type episodes in the 90s. I mean, yeah, I can't prove I can't it either way. 80s. I didn't look it up, but like it it really feels like this is like a cornerstone of mm-hmm. teen drama. Definitely. Like this for feels sure. like like a this is the one that you point to. Like yeah. it lasted for 10 seasons. I was going like, to say, yeah, it's it, 10 seasons. It so has to, to have something. been doing something right. Yeah. And yeah, maybe this was our version of it goes there. So I don't know, which like considering that we started this season with a punishment episode mm-hmm. and made it to this, like, I feel like that's already progress. I don't know. I don't really have anything else. And next week's episode can't be a Valentine's episode because it's the week after I know, Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> But Emily Valentine might be in it. So that maybe that will be my like Valentine little like thing that I can be happy about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for sure. So yeah. I guess I'll see you next week for that. Yeah. Until then, uh, people can follow us at Back to Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you've got any thoughts or comments, please send them our way via email at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to also give us a five-star rating um, on iTunes and also leave us a review so we can make sure that other people can find this podcast. That really helps our metrics and, you know, it really gets us out there. You can also share and subscribe because that's the thing that helps us too. Yeah. And don't forget if you give us, if you do give us a review, we'll make sure to shout you out on the podcast and We love it when we do that because it makes us very happy. I know. We love to give you guys credit for liking us. And just speaking your mind. And making us smile. (laughs) So yeah, from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya. (laughs) 